previously on the Arius Adventures. All right, uh, Roisin, uh, when you wake up, because you were sharing a room with Garrus, correct? I think so, yeah. All right, you notice that Garrus is not in the room, but you do see a note left next to you on the nightstand. Pick up the note. All righty. Um, I can't read. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, she's gonna, um, put on her cloak and mask and stuff, and take the note, and go look for the others and some breakfast. Morning, Roisin. Good morning. Morning, y'all. Uh, Mr. Garris wasn't there? What? Um, yeah, I don't know where he went. He was there when, when it was nighttime, but I, he's not there anymore. Um, but I found this note, and she, she holds up the note with just like a bright smile, and she's like, I couldn't really read it, <laughs> so... Uh, Alright, here, let me see. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, try to get everyone together. Uh, you can go ahead and read it. What's up, boy, cool cats? It's me, Garrus. I doubt that's what <laughs> it says. It just says, went shopping. He'll be back soon. We have things to do. What the heck? And part of it is for him, too. Like, what the hell? <laughs> he probably needed to stock up on... Well, no, he shouldn't have had to stock up on candles. He's got, like, a whole Linux, fucking yeah. crate. Um, what do we want to do to try to get the queen's attention? Like, to pick us? Yeah, I was kind of thinking about just kind of being blunt about it. Maybe we could sing a song. Sing a song? Oh, maybe. I've said all the stories. I was just trying to think of saying the truth and hoping that works. We'll save the song for later. Yeah, we need like a lot of work on that. And <laughs> let's let's face it, Garrus is the linchpin on that plan. Yeah, he's our base. <laughs> important to have base. Garrus, my dude. Yes. So when we last left off, at least with you, the party had finally like settled in for the night and were making a plan to go and seek out the brown wizard Fitzwick to discuss this recent events with the darkspawn servant Drachna and Retina coming back into play again. Also, with the fact you guys have missed, like, the last four years of events going on in Arius while you were vibing with Nim and his kobolds. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was another little bit that you had personally been seeking out. You had, I believe it was from one of the Vivandi Wizards, Copper Branch. She was the gnome member of the Raven Council. You were looking for help with getting your curse removed on your armor. And over time, you've managed to get some pieces of your armor removed. Most recently, for some fucking reason, your cod <laughs> piece, because that was so <laughs> integral to our storytelling here. To be fair, it was not me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I believe it was uh, Miss Copper Branch, Wizard Copper Branch, had suggested seeking aid from this wizard who served the queen of uh, Ukraine here. And you've also heard this wizard's name mentioned to you by, I believe, the witch Kiva and other people along the way. So the plan was first thing in the morning, you guys were going to gather up and head out. But you happen to wake up before everybody. Roshin is still curled up asleep in her bed that you guys are sharing a room with. And then I think Manny and Tagoro were sharing a room. And then we gave Farron his own room so he could brood because he wasn't doing too well. <laughs> it, it's interesting because I, I feel like the other three don't really care that we're four years into the future. But me and Farron are like, oh my god. Well, to be fair, uh, Roshin is kind of dead so time really doesn't matter for her facts and then Manny and Tagoro they've been through this before but for this long oh yeah Uh, before season one took place they actually spent like a couple of days in the white tower and when they Uh, left the White Tower and left Percival behind in there. It had been five years. Uh, Ah. Gotcha. That's what actually set up and led to them heading to Fizz Park and beginning their whole wild adventure. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So they're used... Yeah, so they're used to losing large amounts of time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is nothing new for them. Um, uh, that's well, Garrus is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Garrus is freaking out then. So so Garrus and Farron haven't been handling it well. Farron probably handling it the worst because Garion got left in charge of the pit. Facts. So. <laughs> good times. Yeah. Always great times. <laughs> so... Uh, how how was your night, your first night back in Arius after the others had gone to sleep? Uh, Roshin quickly curled up and, and fell asleep herself. But how how was it for you, Garrus, old buddy? So just to explain it uh, in detail, Garrus <laughs> uh, could not Garrus could not get comfortable. Well, in general, he can't get comfortable, but he had a he. Normally, he can sw- sleep through it, but mm-hmm. he was just tossing and turning, having like cold sweats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, suddenly, he wakes up from this nightmare of uh, just the world be- uh, getting consumed in darkness, and there's no more light or anymore. So he just wakes up, <sighs> and he just looks around, and he's just like. Oh. Jeez. And he uh, gets up and goes to look for a pen and paper. Uh, you find there's like a small, like, you know, one of those basic desks, and there's like a pen and scratch parchment you can write a note on. Okay. Uh, the first letter I'm going to write is to Naomi. 
Okay. Yeah, and it's gonna say something in the realms of like from Garrus, <laughs> <laughs> from from Garrus, Valcon, and he's just saying like he's basically writing like a love letter in a way. He Aww. he he writes like you know like I know it's been four years. You probably think I have passed away, and uh, I am proud of that. You are taking up uh, your dreams, and you became a student. Congratulations! And I know that uh, you've been keeping everybody in check, especially your brother, as the mother as the motherly figure I've known you to be. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he's like, you know, so much time has gone past, and I thought of you every moment, and. I hope uh, uh, everything is well. And uh, sincerely, Garrus Balkan. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, the other letter I'm going to write is uh, to the group. And it's going to say, gone for shopping. But he, he struggled to say gone for sh- shopping. He wanted to say, like, you know, like... I'm going to a mountain to talk with uh, my mother, but he he's he's kind of just freaking out because four years have passed. Sure. So yeah, so he's just like uh, gone shopping and then just <laughs> left. <laughs> gone shopping, but not really. So. Yeah. Helpful. Yeah. Um. So, Garrus exits the room and he look. I guess he would uh, go look for either a post office or like like a raven or something and attach it to it to send the letter out to Naomi but we'll see how that goes alright so you're gonna send off the, the letter first yeah alright okay so we're gonna say it's still fairly early when you woke up it's not quite dawn yet okay that's fair when you go to set out, you find the uh, the innkeeper and her son from the night before are just like you can hear pots and kettles and pans and stuff in the kitchen. And you can see the young kid. He's, uh, you know, taking chairs off the table and, and off tables and stuff and setting up. He gives you a friendly wave and asks if you need anything. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, uh, my name is Garrus Falcon. I don't know if we've properly met, but I am trying to send a letter to my girlfriend who is in Vivandi. Why? Uh, w- well, you'll be probably needing a courier, sir. Uh, there's a, the local post courier just down the road a bit. Uh, I don't think it costs too much. They have a couple of options, either by Ryder or Raven, if you'd like. Uh, they can help you out a, a couple of ways there. Ah. Are they open at the moment? Uh, he rubs the back of his head and looks out the window and a clock nearby. I... Probably not this early, sir. Maybe in the next hour or so. Okay. If I wait, if I wait an hour, uh, do you think uh, that it would be like? Do you think the group would be awake by then, or? Uh, you're not quite sure. Okay, I guess I'll just 
hang out for a while and I'll talk to the barkeep. Okay. Uh, you head over to the bar. Uh, she was the, the red-headed dwarven woman from last night that Manny and, and Tagoro spoke with. She comes out of the kitchen with a towel over her shoulder and she sees you sitting there in your full plate. Do you have your helmet on or do you have that off right now? You know, I, I always like debate this, but Garrison has probably just gotten used to wearing the armor. At this point, he probably forgets they can take it off. So I'm going to say it's on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She sees you sitting there. Oh, uh, good morning. I, I hope you haven't been sitting there too long there, lad. Has my son helped you with anything or can I get you something? Oh, yeah, everything is settled. Your son is very well-mannered. Oh, that's... He's a he's a good lad. Yes, thank you. The cook is just getting some breakfast started and, and whatnot. It might be a little bit, but I can at least fix you up some coffee or tea. Or if you're a, an ale sort of lad, I can get you some spiced mead ready to go. Put a oh, little that... warmth in your chest before you head out into the brisk cold weather. Oh, coffee would be... Wonderful. All right. Just a moment and I'll be right back with that. Amazing. So she steps back into the kitchen. You hear more pots and stuff clattering. It's not that long before she returns with a fresh hot cup of coffee and then a couple of small saucers of like cream and sugar. Not quite sure how you take it, sir, but here you are. You could serve it up yourself, but it's fresh and it's hot and it's right here for you. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, do you have a couple of ice cubes, actually? I like, you know, like, I like just to <laughs> shoot down my coffee, if you don't mind. Oh, uh, I, hmm, that's an odd request. I don't, you're probably the first lad who's ever asked for ice in his coffee. I'll, I'll be real honest with you. Call me expeditious. All, all right. Uh, I'll, I'll see if we have a few frozen cubes in the in the ice box. Just a moment. She literally, <laughs> literally every conversation I have, whatever I go, Duncan, I ask for that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like hot coffee with a couple ice cubes. So like, why don't you just get iced coffee? I'm like, uh, no, no, it's not the same. Yeah, and it's more expensive. Thank you, but no. <laughs> <laughs> so. She comes back with two, like, not perfectly cubes of, of ice, but they look like they've been, like, you know, picked at with an ice pick, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, here, here you are, lad. Hopefully this is this will work for you. Hmm, splendid. And I uh, give her a gold coin. Oh, that's more than generous. Thank you very much. No worries about it. I know it was an odd request, but thank you for going the extra mile. More than happy to. <laughs> so, what, uh, can you tell me any rumors that's been going around town? Like, I know it's, uh, I know there's been, like, a bunch of crazy stuff going on with the, the scar and whatnot. The scar? Are yeah. you talking about down south? What is that? The the barons, the the Orkland. Yeah. With the what was it called? The um giant white lights almost it was like an explosion I heard. Um 
That's been so long. I think I remember hearing something about... What was it? A few years back ago. Some sort of... Big business that happened down there, but I, I'm not entirely sure. I, I don't know it all. I, so I assumed it was either mages or one of the human kingdoms uh, finally putting an end to those pesky orc folk down there. I. Hmm. Yeah, it was very odd. Just out of the, out of nowhere too. Isn't that weird? Well, for us being as way far up north as we are, we don't hear much news from the south, except uh, from from travelers and such. Uh, yeah. Anything? Uh, I I'm actually out of the loop a lot of times. A lot of people don't tell me these things. I'm kind of you know intimidating to look at. I know, but as intimidating as your your green friend from last night. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've traveled. I've traveled with him. He's an interesting fellow. Heart beautiful as gold. If you say so. Yeah, he, he really is, honestly. But <laughs> have uh, you heard any other stuff going around? Like, has there been those white uh, explosions or whatnot happening? Mm, nothing, but it, no, no explosions. But. Uh... What was it? Uh, about two two years ago, our, our queen finally made a, a big fancy decree and, and such. Uh, that's been quite the buzz among our kingdom here. Uh, she set she finally abolished slavery and and uh, set not only the Nekos free, but any uh, indentured and bound people. Oh, wow. That's extraordinary. I never knew that. I and it was quite a surprise to many folk and well there's been some buzz about that especially with uh folk who are worried about it affecting you know our our stance among the other thrall kingdoms of the dwarves and, and word has it that the high king of Thalarang isn't quite keen on the queen's ruling and and all of that. Oh, what's your take on it? I mean I'm my son and I we weren't one of those who could afford a a slave but it just eh, I did not think it's very right honestly and I'm of one of the minds that it didn't hurt no one to set them free and I think she did the right thing and it's a risky business doing what's right, especially when the rest of the Thrall kingdoms such as ours are so strongly aligned with the High King. Yeah, I would understand that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Funny story, I, I'm actually dating a very lovely Nikogen lady. Oh, hi. Uh, is she a bonnie lass, I? Oh, She's she's different. Well, that's very lovely. Congratulations, lad. Oh, thank you very much. Honestly, it's it feels like it's been forever since the last time I seen her. Last time I saw her, I was in the Vandy. Ah, no, I've heard quite a bit about that's. Is it really as uh, 
free as they make it out to be for folk. Like, anyone can go and learn magic in, in their capital city. I, I would assume so. She's doing it, it seems. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Are you interested in taking up magic? Me? Oh, no. I'm far too old for taking up such studies as that. I've got my tavern to run here. Oh, give yourself some credit. Oh, you're very sweet, lad. But no, no. I've, I've got the salty maid here to to, to run and such. I'm going to pass <laughs> it on to my boy. Hmm, fair enough. Family business, it seems. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, where's the... Uh, father at oh he serves in the king's guard in the queen's guard oh hmm. mm -hmm. does he come in every once in a while or oh i when he's not on duty or back from his expeditions and such uh patrolling the the coast and 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 such hmm fascinating mm -hmm. huh. oh that's good to know well thank you for the gossip i really appreciate that it was a pleasure. Enjoy your coffee. Oh, thank you. Garrus takes off uh, his helmet and he just just shoots it down really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, mm, fills the soul. It's a really strong black coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Has a good kick to it. So, uh, so yeah, uh, after that little chit chat and time passes a bit, it... Daylight starts to, you know, it starts to get a bit brighter out. You see some shops st slowly starting to open up a bit more and people starting to slowly meander out into the streets. You also notice uh, a few patrons and guests here at the tavern begin coming downstairs and finding tables and begin placing orders with uh, the the tavern keeper's son and, and her. So... You have a feeling that your party will probably start waking soon if you're wanting to to set out. Yeah, Garrus, he's like, oh, that's my time. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll see you around, I'm sure. She nods and waves you off as you set <laughs> out. So, yeah, um, you get going and you find yourself uh, back out on onto the busy street and... As you set out, uh, last night you guys were all way too cold to really pay attention to your surrounding stuff. It was just, let's get in somewhere warm. Um, yeah. But yeah, you find yourself, uh, it is chilly here. Um, again, you've got that biting cold sea breeze coming in from the north. Even uh, though the, the high city gates and walls surrounding try, you know, cutting off some of it. It still is a bit chilly here. It's probably the coldest place you guys have been uh, in your travels. Yeah, Garris is like freezing. <laughs> Especially <laughs> with the full point. He's like, oh my god, it's so <laughs> cold. Boltis, warm me up with your passion. <laughs> So uh, as you go walking about, you were looking for the the boy had told you that there is a messenger courier service, a postal courier that you could. Is that where you're going to set set off to first? Yep. OK, so along your way, he told you it wasn't that far from from the tavern here. So as you walk down the main street and such, you see, you know, again, like with last night, more dwarves. Again, you're in a dwarven kingdom, so that's going to be the majority of people you see here. 
men and women going about, children running down the street and stuff. You see a few um, wood elves or, or even some half elves. You see the occasional like human folk here and there. They mostly seem to be like travelers or merchants such as you and your rest of your party. The other thing that you do see is just like the innkeeper said, you do see Nekogen uh, going about here. And they are definitely not wearing collars um, mm. as they would be in other kingdoms, especially in a lot of the other dwarven kingdoms and human kingdoms here on this side of Arius. So you see um, folk coming and going about business. Uh, and eventually you come to the, the postal courier and you see that it has what looks to be a, a raven roost and you see a stable for rider for like horses and stuff. And then you also see a larger stable and you hear a really loud calling sound and out of the top of this one larger rounder stable, you see this giant winged griffin come shooting out and go flying off with a rider on it. Whoa. Talk, talk about progressive. Dang. <laughs> and uh, with that, uh, you enter the, the building. And you see there is a, a middle-aged uh, dwarven man with a dark brown beard with gray splotches here and there. It looks like you were early enough to be one of his first customers, and he looks to you with a grin. Good morning to you. What can I help you with today? Oh, I would like to send a letter to Vivandi via Raven. Raven, all right. He puts on a pair of glasses and and holds his hand out expectantly for the, the letter. I give it to him. Uh, is there a particular place in Vivandi you're looking to uh, send this to? Um, the capital or any of the other cities in Vivandi? I would say the capital. Okay. That's where all the main studies are and such, I believe. Oh, okay. This is going to the Citadel then. Yes. Okay, okay. He starts making a few notes on a piece of paper. And, and adjust his glasses. All right, all right. And you're you're wanting to go the Raven route, hmm? Correct. Okay. All righty. All right. That is gonna be uh, uh, that'll be three gold pieces. Excellent. Oh, you wouldn't happen to have gifts or anything, right? I'm sorry, gifts. Yeah, like I don't know, like a flower or. I don't know. Something like that nature. Uh, he looks around the shop. <laughs> uh, no, this isn't a gift shop. I'm sorry. Hmm. Uh, I, I specialize in messages and, and such, so I don't have a flower shop. Sorry. Oh, oh no, no worries. It, it's fine. D- just send it as is then. Okay, all right. I gave him the three gold. All right, this is going to the Citadel in Albion, uh, Vivandi. Uh, is this postmarked to anyone in particular there at the Citadel? Naomi? That's her name. Ni- just Naomi. Yes. Okay, Naomi of the Citadel. 
Alright. I guess the, uh, she's a Nicogen, if that helps. I mean, I'm not the one personally delivering it. I just want to make sure it gets, once it arrives there at their roost, it gets sent to the right person. Fair enough. Alright. He makes a few more notes and stuff, and then he accepts your gold, and you see he goes over and hands the letter off to a courier who takes it to the, the Raven Roost area to have it be sent out. Is there anything else I can help you with today, sir? That's my knowledge. I think that would be good. Alrighty then. Uh, oh, before I have the boy send that out, did you want me to include uh, a return in case the person, this Naomi, wishes to to return a message of sorts to, to you? Oh, I, I... I'm assuming that me and my traveling party won't be staying here too much longer, but thank you for offering. All right. Very well, then. All right. And you have yourself a very good day, sir. Mm, you too. May Foltus be with you. Sure. And may the Kraken not eat you. Oh, well, that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, walks out. All right. Where are you heading now? Ah, uh, Karis is just thinking to himself, he's like, gone shopping. What What was I thinking? So, Garrus is now going to go to uh, just like, what would it be? Like a, just like a general shop. He's going to buy just random things for Roshin, <laughs> Tagoro, Manny, and Farron. Fantastic. So it isn't a complete lie that... <laughs> I went shopping. Awesome. So you're just buying random shit. I'm going to buy. Okay. I'm going to specifically. I'm going to okay. buy Tagoro. Earmuff. I'm going to buy, uh, buy him some earmuffs. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to buy Roshin. Uh, what should I get Roshin? Do they have like, I don't know, like a spinning top? or something like a little toy uh, I mean like there's a couple of vendors and a couple of shops that sell uh, a variety of toys so I mean like there's tops there's stuffed animals there's a number of toys you can buy for Roshin I guess I'll buy her like a little like spinning top okay yeah and for Manny eh. so we're getting uh, ear so we're getting earmuffs for Tagoro Yep. <laughs> Earmuffs for Tagoro. Uh, a spinning top for Roshin. Um, he'll get a. I'll get I'll get Manny a purple satchel. Purple satchel. Okay. And I'm gonna give Farron like a barrel veil. A barrel. Where the fuck are you going to put a barrel at? Oh, uh... Actually, no, not a barrel. I'll just get, like, a bottle. A bottle? Yeah. Is there a particular type? Just ale, or mead, or wine, or whiskey, or scotch? The strongest you got. Of what? Of, uh... uh I'm not good with alcohol. Um, what's... Farron seems like a whiskey person, sure. A whiskey? <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. He's manly. <laughs> he is. He's very manly. <laughs> I'm gonna 
whiskey for Baron. Alrighty. Yeah. I would like one Jack Daniels, please. <laughs> okay. Fantasy Jack Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so uh, I need you to make me a perception check while you're doing some shopping, please. 20. Oh, okay. So as you're going through the market, by now it's starting to pick up with customers and vendors and street sellers and stuff. Um, you know, it, this seems to be like a pretty, pretty interesting place. You know, it's really much coming alive. You know, it's a, it's not a sprawling city like Fitzbark or Albion, you know, where you've been, but this is a very commerce and very lively uh, place. You get the sense that people here like take pride in their home. They're made of like stocky stuff surviving out here in this colder, harsher coastal uh, capital and everything and and you you know you're you're finding yourself enjoying the the shopping here and everything and as you uh put the bottle of whiskey in your pouch for Farron and you go to turn and continue down your eye catches a particular vendor and you see a a booth set up and the thing that catches your eye is it has pelts and furs hanging and on display Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Gareth suddenly realized, oh, that's right, it's cold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll go, I'll approach the vendor. We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick break. Greetings, adventurers. It's your community innkeeper, Wander, here to talk about our sponsors. First off is our longtime friends over at Awesome Dice. They've got you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs. From metal and gemstone to their specialty dice, you can easily find the right set to give you the advantage on your next game session. Make sure to visit AwesomeDice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. Add some more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice today and gain the advantage in all your roles. Next up are our other long-term friends from Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your D&D gaming experience. They create these beautiful hex chests, dice boxes, dice trays, and towers, and many more unique products in their store, including their catapults. You can find all their epic accessories and more at elderwoodacademy.com. Go check them out and look at all the great products. Get your dice catapult today and let them know we sent you. Lastly, we want to thank our awesome patrons for their support to the show. I want to give a special thank you to Not That Chris Brown, who took a punch from a silverback gorilla and broke all of its fingers. I'm Fantastic, who doesn't wear steel-toed boots because he already has steel toes. Kyle, who can crack a single leg between his biceps both of them. And Toby Scott, who eats bronze and shits copper. Your support helps us continue to make the show and brings more shenanigans and fun for each of you. So keep it coming. If you want to get in on the extra advantage, check out our three tiers on Patreon for all the exclusive perks to the show, 
including early episode releases, and our bonus campaign, The Repscallions, starring me, featuring a new group of adventurers, still starring me. And don't forget to check us out all over social media, like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, looking us up at Party Advantage. As always, make sure to hit that subscribe button, so you stay up to date with all our latest episodes and announcements. Lastly, don't forget to check out our website, PartyAdvantagePod.com. You'll find all our seasons and bonus episodes, and check out all our content there as well. And with that all wrapped up, let's get back to the show. Uh, as you approach, you find the person behind the vendor, manning it, appears to be that dwarven fellow you saw at the bar the night before, who was oh. kind of eyeing you guys up. He looks to be, you know, I think I described him as like, kind of like hanging out on his own, darker hair and darker eyes and such. Uh, you see he has a hunting belt on his side with like a large hand axe and a dagger. On his back, he has a crossbow and he looks at you with recognition and gives kind of like a small arch of his brow like, huh, fancy meeting you here. But he doesn't like, he's not going to be like a jackass or rude and every, or anything. But he crosses his arms and just gruffly is just like, can I help you today, sir? Yes, hi. Uh, uh, long time no see, I suppose. I believe I saw you at the bar? Perhaps. Oh, fancy being here. Oh, I was just uh, curious uh, how much some of these pelts were. Depends on the what you're wanting. I've got bear, wolf, elk. I've got uh, different kinds of hides. I also have fox fur, if you're interested. And he hmm. points over his shoulder and you see one display of just like skinned and tanned fox furs and uh, strings of foxtails hanging up behind him. Uh, mass collection. You must be a hunter. I am. Hmm. Specialty hunter, especially. He points to the tails behind him. All those tails? Those aren't just any tails, boy. Those are Kitsune tails. Oh. Um, interesting. Oh, uh, where would you find Kitsunes? Anywhere you can find them. The forest, the woods, sometimes along the coast, sometimes right in the middle of where you'd least expect to find them. Thing is, it's they're tricky little bastards using their glamours and magic to bewitch folk and deceive them and decept them. Um, but a keen eye, he taps the side of his nose, a keen eye like a hunter's knows how to sniff out a real kitsune and hunt him down. Ah, you must be good at your job then. He, he nods as indicating to like the 12 tells hanging behind him. Can I do a detect good or evil? Can. I just want to make sure there's no like kitsunes like behind there. Oh, like any kitsune being held prisoner? Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. Hold on. 
What would that be under? Would it be under actions? Probably. Uh, either that or special. Yeah, it's 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 in uh actions. It's a yeah. uh, detect good evil uh sixty feet. Mm -hmm. uh, do I so, sense anything? I mean, you sense a lot of people around here with malintent. Some people with good intent. This guy, he's not great, but he's not like. I mean, he's he's more on the not good side than he is on the good side. But you don't detect any like innocent lies being held behind him or under the under the desk. If that makes sense. Okay. If you were to make, if you were wanting to make like a detect magic or an arcana check, that check that would be different. I, I could give you more information that way. Arcana is not good, but at least try. Not eight. Eh, yeah, it's you're not entirely, you're not able to pick up too much from this, from from this dog. You're not even sure if he's telling the truth about those tales. That's something you might have to ask Manny about later. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, I don't think I'll want Kitsu stuff. No, no, uh, no judge. Well, a little judge that you hunt down uh, such beautiful creatures like that. But they're not beautiful creatures, lad. They're Demons in disguise. Demons in disguise? Yes. What, did one, like, make you upset or something? Listen, I don't know what you've heard about Kitsune, but they're tricksters and deceptors, and they're always up to no good, and they're unlucky little bastards that are quicker to place a curse on you than they are to regale you with any sort of whimsical tell they may have. You're better off eliminating them and extinguishing them at all cost. Even the younglings? And as he says that, you can hear, like, the swelling of Garrus's armor just, like, puffing out from his muscles and his eyes go a little yellow. Any kit soon, whether it be a kit or, a, or an adult are better off dead. The younger they are, the quicker you can snuff them out from becoming even more troublesome later in life. Maybe your judgment is blinded. Hmm. Maybe you should reconsider. Look at it from their point of view. Their point of view? They're animals. To you. What if uh, something bigger and stronger than you came and hunted you down because they're lesser than you? There are gods out there, you know. Show me a god right now. What, what would I even do in that case, Cassie? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, this guy, it, it's entirely up to oh, you. Okay. What, what are you going to do? Okay. All right, I'll I'll do this. All right, what's your name? Why? He gives you a suspicious look. I just want to know. My name is Garrus Falcon. There's no secrets here. All right, that's nice. Do you want to share your name? No. All right, fair enough. What? <laughs> hmm. Is there like a 
boulder or like a rock or something? Mm, not here in the market. Well, like close by. Mm, I think the closest thing there might be is like a bale of hay. Sure. Okay. Is it owned by anybody specifically? Not that you can tell. It looks to be sitting next to a, a cart. Okay, sure. Uh, Garrus is just like, okay, watch this. This is the god. This is the power of uh, my god who gave me my powers. Uh huh. And uh, Garrus literally like goes up and punches the bale of hay. Okay. And then he puts in a, a divine smite, level five behind it. Okay, go ahead and attack the bale of hay. <laughs> Does a 19 hit? I'm guessing it's just a bale of hay. Yes, it's a bale of hay. <laughs> okay, so... You you send hay and straw obliterated everywhere. Well, it's also... Uh, not only is it unarmed, but it's also a, uh, radiant damage, so it would like, catch on fire and stuff. <laughs> As you do this, like, display of might and magic, uh, a uh, an older uh, half-elf comes whipping around the cart. Hey, what the hell, man? Oh, uh... Sorry? What were you... God, that was... Ugh. Now Garrus will spend the next ten minutes raking up all the hail. Uh, the hail, the hey. hay. <laughs> My apologies, and I give him five gold. Guy just kind of like pouts and looks and just grumbles under his breath. Meanwhile, you head back to the the hunter and his booth, and he's just like watching you. And what was that supposed to show me, lad? That's the power of my god. He gave me my powers. That's how I know they're real. So he let you beat up a defenseless bale of hay and set it on fire and piss off that guy. Not specifically. That's what I saw. Well, how about if you pray with me then? I no, I am absolutely not doing that. What are you scared? Of what? Finding out the truth that you're wrong. If you're so, uh, if you're so uh, proud of it, then why don't you back it up? Because I am not. I have nothing to prove. Do you? No, you're the one here trying to prove something. Listen, I'm not here to discuss theology with you. If you want to buy a pelt or two, go for it. But if not, buzz off so you're not getting in the way of actual customers who aren't here to waste my time. All right, then. Uh, Garrus uh, finishes up... Uh scooping up the hay back into a pile. <laughs> and he's like, well, I apologize uh, uh, for uh, wasting your time. I just wanted to make you aware that I have a personal friend who was a kid soon. His eyes narrow at that. Judge all you want. She has saved multiple people in my life. And I do not see her deceiving us anytime soon. 
We'll see, lad. We'll see. And he walks away. Okay. <laughs> uh oh, and Garrus is just like, uh, some people. Okay. So where are you off to now? I suppose, um, is there a mount? Is, so is the town like on a mountain? The town sits on an oceanside cliff. Okay, so I guess I'll go to like the cliff side. Okay, so are you heading out the city gates? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'm going to ride Stardust. Okay. But it goes a little faster. Gotcha. So you pass out the city gates and you kind of go around because uh, the castle itself, the castle part within the city sits on like the highest peak of this of this cliff side. So you're not able to get quite the highest point here. But if you go like a half a mile or even a quarter of that, you, you get to like this nice secluded rocky area that overlooks the coastal shore and the ocean beyond. Okay. Hmm. This will do. And he uh, pulls out one of the bottles of wine he kept and a white candle. Okay. Yep. And first off, he, of course, he pr praises the Foltus. First, he's like, mm -hmm. Foltus, please guide me as I am blind. Show me the way of light. I apologize for setting a uh, farmer's hay on fire with your divine uh, wrath. That was very immature of me. <laughs> please forgive me. And uh, he just kind of clasps his hands and like prays to it. And then uh, he's going to lay down the bottle of wine and uh, he's going to be like, Hi, Mom. It's been a while. Um, it's been a long time, apparently. I don't know how time works up there quite very well, unfortunately. But crazy stuff has happened. We, we went to a different dimension. And same group of people, surprisingly. After all the things we've been through, I'm surprised we're still alive sometimes. But I'm just happy uh, to talk to you again, and I hope everything is well. I'm hoping everything is all right with our other party too, and I hope you're watching the watching out for them as you are for me. Thank you. Okay. All right, and with that, uh, he will head back into town. Alrighty. All right, and. I guess at this point, uh, the group would be, like, at the castle, right? Uh, you're... Yeah, you're not entirely sure where they've gone off to. Like, you you left them, so... <laughs> if you stop by the tavern first and check in with the innkeeper, she'll tell you that your friends set out a, quite a bit a while ago... Uh, they didn't say where they were going, but the little fella seemed to be pretty upset, uh, mumbling about mumbling about something about keeping the group together or, or whatnot. Oh uh, yeah, that's probably Manny. I probably should meet them. <laughs> there probably was a meeting with uh, uh, the queen slash king. Well, there's only a queen. Uh, there is oh. no king. Oops. I <laughs> Did not know that. You can tell I'm out of town. <laughs> She's just like, 
Hey, that's all right, lad. Uh, Queen Lesra, she marries no man. Ah. Interesting. Hmm. Good for her. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and uh, so Garrus will be like, well, thank you for the information. And he will head off to the castle. All right. So you head off to the castle. Do you know where you're going or what you're doing once you get there? No. <laughs> cool. This is going to be so, great. Uh, I would assume that Garrus would uh, like ask where the castle is. Uh, I mean, it's pretty easy to point out when you do ask a person on the street. They just point up to the big castle sitting at the highest point on the hill, just right up the main road. Okay. So uh, he'll uh, walk towards the castle, and uh, I'm guessing he can confront some guards. You you run into a, a dwarven guard who stops you at the gates and is just like, Can I help you, sir? Uh, yes, I believe a, a small uh, party named the Rampack has come through here. Mm, we've had quite a number of groups coming in already for peti- morning petitions. Uh, well, this one, this one consisted of a older gentleman uh, who has as much frustration as any po- person would, and uh, a large green fellow by the, the name of Togoro, a mask-wearing uh, uh, little child named Roshin, and uh, Manny. Okay. Does that help? No. Well, shoot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you haven't seen anybody of that description? Um, he thinks a moment. Uh, we haven't seen any children come in today. Uh, we did see an orc and a couple of others with him come in, which was a first for us. Oh, that's probably that then. Right, but uh, unfortunately, they've already come and gone. They're in the middle of meeting privately with, I believe, the wizard Fitzwick. So you're going to have to wait, lad. Oh, I, I can't enter? Well, I mean, you'll have to wait like everybody else in the petition hall. Um. Okay. I, I guess I'll do that. <laughs> Is there... Is there any way I can prove that I'm with that group? Uh, do you have anything on you to prove that you are with them? Um, I have this crest of the ravens. He takes it and looks at it. Oh yeah, the little guy had this one on him too. Fancy that he would show that. Uh... We'll still show you to the petition hall and find out where they are with the wizard. Uh, again, petitions have been going on, meetings and stuff have been going on all day, so you still might have to wait a bit. All right. All right. All right. Well, may Fultus guide you, and I walk for, uh, forward or follow uh, somebody. I was gonna say, do you know where you're going? <laughs> <laughs> I follow somebody. Alrighty. So. Uh, you're led to this like waiting hall, this petition hall where you see other groups are 
they've given their names and stuff and they're waiting to either speak with the queen or the prince or count you know mem the the dwarven council here magistrates you know just business daily business here so your name is taken by one clerk attendant mm. and um they say they'll go and inquire where Fitzwick and, and your party are at the moment. So while we're having you wait here, I need you to make another perception check for me, please. All right, then. Hopefully it's not bad. Nine? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> could be better. It could be. Among the, the other people waiting, like, you see a lot of different people here. You see some gnomes, you see some, uh, a couple of humans, and you see a large group of uh, dwarven folk that look to be waiting. And they all look to be wearing um, very finely polished military attire. And one of them looks to be probably the guy in charge. And he okay. seems to be impatient, as if he and his group have been kept waiting the longest so far. We've all been there. Oh, do you just say that out loud towards him? Yeah. He looks over at you and gives a disgruntled huff. Oh, okay, my bad. Are you going to talk to him further, or...? Sure, why not? Okay. Uh, I'm sorry to disturb you. Uh, it seems like you're a little antsy. Is everything okay? He takes a moment. Eyes you up from his butt. I have been waiting here for three days now. Every day coming oh. and waiting and wasting my time while the queen continues to ignore me and my men. Oh, what have you been waiting for? To speak of important matters with the queen. Oh, I'm... Anything major going on, or is that kind of private? Business of the High King. Ah, I see. Uh, insight check? Go ahead. Fourteen. You get the sense that whatever he's here for, like... He's here for business, and he seems really pissed off that he's been here for three days without any sort of audience. And you'd think that if he was here on business from the High King of the Dwarves, he and his men would have been seen sooner rather than later. So you get the sense that this man's patience has become non-existent at this point. Ah, uh, well... I'm sure they'll get to at some point. I mean, I know I've, I know it's been three days, but I'm sure the queen is working as hard as she can to grant your wish. Uh-huh. I'm sure she's just busy. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure it's nothing. He, he gives a, a doubtful look. Before uh, an attendant comes and calls out the name, uh, Sir Garrus Falcon. Yes? Uh, we've located your party. If you'd like to come with me, sir, 
And with that, the dwarf next to you lets out a, a very frustrated puff and growl and just looks ready to break something. As you um, just basically arrived and <laughs> are already being seen. I talked to uh, the person who called my name. Yes. Would it be possible if uh, these fellows right here went before me? It seems to be a pressing matter, and I don't want uh, them to cause a scene for you guys or anything. They seem pretty stressed stressed out. It seems to be like a king's order type of thing. The attendant looks behind you to the dwarf and kind of ducks back behind you. Oh, um... Yeah, the queen is not ready to see him yet. She is extremely busy, but will do so once she's ready to. Is everything all right? Yeah. Insight. Go ahead. <laughs> 24. Yeah, he's totally lying. It's like he's been instructed to keep this guy waiting. Is there anything wrong? No, no, no. Everything's quite, sir. Everything is quite all right. I can see you sweating. I'm not. He uh, swipes his forehead. What do you think this is? It's just stuffy in here. Oh, sure. Says the person who's not wearing full plate armor. Listen, it's nothing to bother yourself with, sir. If you'd like, I can take you to your friends. Well, this seems to be a pressing matter. I mean, are these actually, like... I'm not saying this out loud, I'm whispering, by the way. Are they actually uh, here for the king's command, or...? Oh, they are very much from the High King of Tholerang. I can... He, he quickly is just like, oh yes, they are very much from Tholerang and from the High King. Uh, however, the queen does not wish to speak to him. Any specific reason? I feel like I've said enough, because that is the queen's business. I flash the raven's emblem. And the gearhead, the gearhead emblem too. That is very fancy, sir. If you wish to discuss and learn further, you will have to take that up with the queen herself. Can I see the queen right now? Sorry, what? Can I see the queen? Ah, uh, I, I suppose. Are you sure you don't want to join up with your friends? I I've been in this armor for far too long. It can wait. This seems to be very pressing and I hate to see people stressed out. I can assure you this guy is not worth your time, but if it's really that important to you, sure, why not? I'll take you to speak with the queen. Thank you. Yep, this is going to be great for all of us. And uh, he he takes a different route instead of where he was leading you. Okay. After a moment, he has you wait. You come to like a large set of doors, uh, double doors. And he does ask you to wait a moment while he goes to make sure the queen is, in fact, available. Uh, because she doesn't, he doesn't want to interrupt. Okay. Uh, if she's in the middle of a meeting, so he just has you stand outside the door and wait a moment. 
Gary says this, there, twiddling his thumbs, like, do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> he looks to, like, uh, the side of him, he's like, slow day, huh? Guard's like, eh, not too terrible. No, oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of Foltus? No, no, not really. Oh, oh. You should pray to him. <laughs> I'd rather pr- pray to the Paragons, you know, that's more my thing. Oh, that's respectable. Okay. Yeah, Good for you. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> a, a casual conversation with Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so the attendant comes back and he's just like, All right, um the the queen and her son, uh the prince, are actually in between petitions at the moment. So you can have a quick word. But please don't waste her time. And like I said, it's really nothing for you to worry about. Garish just blinks and he's like, okay. Okay, so he opens the door and leads you inside this uh, large throne room chamber. And like a lot of the motifs here is like red and black. And there's a lot of like, tapestries with sceneries of ships and battles and stuff. Very like Viking-esque vibe here. Very Nordic themed in here. Uh, And you see a woman sitting on a throne. She's got like long reddish blonde hair and these like light blue eyes. Like blue gray eyes and everything. And then at her side you see a young man who doesn't have like a full length long beard, but he's got the start of like a solid beard going and and everything. And he's got the same eyes as her, but his hair is a lot more of a deep, darker red than hers. And he's a little bit taller than an average dwarf. Oh. So, yeah. So he's at least a good six inches taller than his own mother. But you can see the, the similar facial features and traits between the two. Hmm. Okay. Oh, and I do have pictures if you'd like. Oh, yeah, sure. That'd be nice. So here's the queen. And then here's the prince. Oh, he's bigger than I thought. Okay. Yes. Ah, okay. Oh, and because I forgot, uh, the guy you spoke with who was getting really pissed off and angsty... Here is what he looked like. So he had like long braided beard and white hair. It was like shaved on the sides and then like white in the middle and everything. Oh, he looks cool. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. So Garrus approaches the queen. Hello, I am Garrus Falcon. I am a representative of Vivandi, uh, the Geardhead Tavern, the Rampack. But most importantly, a servant of Foltus here to talk to you today. Uh, welcome, Sir Garrus. I was told that you were looking to meet up again with your party members. They're currently with my wizard. I was told that you wish to speak with myself over a matter. Uh, yes, actually. There is a gentleman out there. Uh, he's uh, ordered by the King's Guard, I believe. 
white hair, white beard, uh, bad temper. You're uh, speaking of Commander Iron Force of Thullering. Iron Force? Iron Force, yes. Uh, yes, uh, uh, he, he seemed very upset. He, apparently he's been waiting for three days. Uh, I, oh, has he, he now? Yes. Goodness. She gives kind of like an amused smirk and leans back in her chair as if this isn't news to her at all. Oh, is everything all right? Lovely, everything's quite fine, love. Oh. I'm sorry, but uh, isn't this... Would that be important, or...? I mean, I'm not... I, I'm, I'm not... I don't have the credentials to uh, say yes or no. I don't have the power of any of that, actually. But uh, I am a, a servant of Foltis, and he is a deity of light and law, and I was just making sure everything was appropriated for just under his will. I see, I see. Well, let me put you at ease, Sir Garrus. Commander Ironforce is simply here with another demanding fussy summons from the High King. And I simply am choosing not to accept or uh, welcome him in my presence at the moment. Do you know what it's about? I have a number of guesses and none of them I care to hear. Okay. Inside check? Go ahead. 22. Yeah, I mean, it's just like she, she's not lying. She's telling the truth. Like, she has a number of guesses. She doesn't seem at all uh, interested in entertaining this man. And for being a thrall queen, so you know that in the Dwarven Kingdoms, there are there is the High King who rules from Thalarang, the Kingdom of Thalarang. Sure. And then yeah. all, all the other Dwarven Kingdoms are known as the Thrall Kingdoms. So all the kings and queens pretty much pay homage to the High King. So anytime, so they like pay taxes and tributes to the High King to hold their own thrones within their own kingdoms. And it would appear this Thrall Queen has no interest in speaking with a representative from the High King, which isn't a good, like this would be basically a, a child telling a parent, no, I'm not coming down to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I apologize. I, like I said, I have no authority at all in this district, but wouldn't it be wise to respond to that? Like, isn't this considered to be like a, like, dangerous thing for you and your people? It is risky and perhaps foolhardy, but it's one I stand by for the protection of my own people. If I know Commander Ironforce, he's more than likely here with another demand from the High King that I rescind my recent legislations and rulings over the matter of slaves in my kingdom. And that's not one I'm willing to entertain. It's either that or he's demanded that I once again accept his hand in marriage, which I also decline. 
I'm quite comfortable here in my own kingdom as my own queen. I don't need a husband to tell me what to do. Yeah, all power to you. You obviously are doing well by yourself, but I mean, this could be very dangerous, my queen. Oh, no, no, no. Call me my queen again. I like the sound of that on your lips, dear. Oh, oh, okay. Garrus blushes a little bit. The prince rolls his eyes and is just like, oh my god, please don't. Not again. Okay, my queen, but this could be a very dangerous thing. It could be, but it's been two years and I've done quite well. Fair enough. And you said you own slaves? No, no, no. We do not own slaves. In fact, uh, I released and freed them and in fact made it illegal in my kingdom to hold ownership of any other person, no matter their race or their position in our society. Oh, that's something I can get behind by. Exactly. If any other kingdom across the... If other kingdoms like the Gnome Lands and those in the elven kingdoms across the the great mountains can do such progress in in society then why not us fair enough yeah i agree but why not just tell them to leave in that case oh well that would be rude it's better to just have him get frustrated and scurry off on his own saves me from seeing him face to face uh, fair enough, but what if somebody gets hurt in the process? Who's going to get hurt? The guards, the people. Well, see, there's a tricky thing about that. My people have welcomed him in as the right of hospitality. He's being treated and his men are being treated fairly, shown room and board. The only thing that's just not been done is I haven't played hostess to him face to face. So... As long as I don't upset the terms of, of hospitality and just kick him out without any reason to, then no harm, no foul. You see what I mean, dear? If I let him wait, he gets frustrated and leave. I've not done anything wrong, just merely forgotten to meet with him in my busy schedule. However, if I tell him to just go away, then... He runs back to his master, and his master gets mad, and, I don't know, sends a battering ram at my gates for some reason. At least this way, the acts of hospitality are still politely maintained. Hmm. Seems like an interesting way, but, hey, whatever works. I mean, if you ever need... darling. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know much, unfortunately. However, if you do ever need our help, uh, I'm sure my little ragtag team can help out with things. I see. Well, I'll be sure to keep that in mind. I mean, we have done a lot of things and seen a lot of things, to be fair. Interesting. And after you and your friends are done meeting with my wizard... Do you have plans on staying any longer here in our lovely city? Uh, I mean, to my knowledge, no, but why? What is, what's up? What's well, happening? Not, 
<laughs> well, I'm intrigued by you, especially since you seemed so adamant and concerned about my well-being. Uh, perhaps you'd like to stay as a guest here at my castle. Me specifically, or...? If your friends would like to stay as well, they're more than welcome to. Oh. But I'd like to hear more about you, Sir Garrus, and your ventures. Oh, well, I mean, I, I, I've traveled uh, all across Arias for eight years. Oh, well, see, that's the sort of thing I wish to hear more of. Okay. Garrus doesn't know how to feel about this right now. <laughs> it's okay. Her son doesn't know how he should feel about this either, seeing his mother basically openly flirt with a man. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, can I do, like, a religion check? Like, around... Like, is, is there, like... Um, you said it was Viking-themed. Is there anything, mm -hmm. like, religious-based about it? I mean, you don't see any holy symbols. Uh, you do see what looks to be... Oh, shoot. Uh, I didn't write the description down, but you do see, like, the house sigil of the queen here, and I believe I said it was, like, a fist clenching a, a weapon. Can I do a religion check on that? I mean, you can, but it's not a holy symbol. It's just uh, more okay. of, like, the house... Like, this is her... Like, this is her family crest. Oh, I see. Yeah. And, she, and she's like a younger dwarf, right? No, no, no. She's a, she's a dwarf. She's like probably middle-aged. Oh, okay. And her son looks to be in like his early 20s. That's him at 20? Jesus, okay. They're rugged people. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that case, then I will have to talk to my group about that, but thank you for your time. I just figured I should be let you be aware of that. Well, thank you for your chivalrous kindness. Okay, and uh, so can I go uh, meet uh, my uh, group of people? Sure, of course. I look forward to speaking with you again, Sargeras Falcon. Oh, well, thank you very much, my queen. <laughs> she chuckles softly as the attendant just like sighs and begins showing you back the original route he was going to take you towards uh, the wizard's tower. And that is where we're going to call it for now. Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on our very own website, www.partyadvantagepod.com, where you can find updates for special announcements and events. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage for fun posts and episode updates. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back in two weeks for more Aries adventures as the Ram Pack continues their journey. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.